Super Scoreboard. Yeah, the second halves will be getting underway soon in the Scottish Premiership matches. It's Celtic nil, Livingston nil, Hearts one, St Mirren nil, Kilmarnock two, St Johnston nil. I think a lot of the focus will be on Celtic Park with no goals in that game so far. Roger Hanna is there. Any sign of any changes? Sometimes you can tell with players warming up. No, I don't seem to be any changes forthcoming at the minute, Andrew. It's interesting. I was waiting to see the reaction of Celtic supporters at half time going in goalless at home to Boston of the table Livingston and they actually gave their team a decent ovation at the end of the first half they, I think they're appreciative of the, of the effort Celtic were putting in a lot of possession a lot of territorial advantage but for all of that no goals and no real outstanding saves by the recalled Livingston goalkeeper Jack Hamilton either David Martindale strung five across the back there's three in front of them working very hard Pittman Holt and Shinney just to deny Celtic space in that area it is very congested and if there was one moment that stood out in the half, it was the one that Mark Wilson mentioned when Cameron Carter-Vickers was stepping forward and things were, were so congested ahead of him. There was, there was no obvious pass, there was no space for him to feed a ball into and he just cracked a speculative shot from 30 yards. It hit Tom Parks in the head, he suffered an injury, had to come off, Michael Nottingham came on, but that showed that Celtic... You know, five or six minutes before the end of the first half, Andrew, we're beginning to just run out of ideas. And I think it will be an important team talk by Brendan Rodgers. If some critics accused him of going through the motions through the week, he certainly won't be going through the motions in the dressing room at the minute. Yeah, there was a big call for unity from Brendan Rodgers yesterday when, you know, that question was posed to him about going through the motions and saying that everyone in it together, supporters, players, the, the staff, do you feel that, you know, the support that they've had from the Celtic fans today, even at nil-nil at, at half-time, is a, a sign of that unity he's asked for? Yeah, I think it is, to be honest with you. How long that unity will prevail and how long it takes Celtic to make a breakthrough this afternoon will be fascinating um, Maida looked busy he's over on the right hand side not really his usual beat Brendan Rodgers is stuck with Lewis Palmer on the left he likes him on the left hand side cutting in onto his right foot so Maida's on the right hand side not a too much change out of James Penrice so far he's been arguably one of Livingston's better players Jason Hall the captain looked busy in the middle of the park as well so it's halfway to mission accomplished, I would say, for the Livingston. Remember, they two of the last five visits here under have finished 0-0. So David Martindale has had a, a modicum of success at this venue before. But off the back of those back-to-back league defeats against Kilmarnock and Hearts, there is no alternative for Celtic but to find that breakthrough in the second half. Yeah, that is it. The atmosphere, you say, has been fine at the moment. But you'd think with every passing minute, despite the fact that Celtic have been dominant that the atmosphere could maybe start to change so that is that will be the challenge from Brendan Rodgers is telling his players to go out there and start the second half as quickly as they possibly can yeah and they actually did start the first half quite quickly Kyogo had won at the back post cleared off the line by Penrice after seven minutes which is probably about as close as Celtic came in the first half so they will want to start at a tempo they're just coming out late again by Callum McGregor for the second half just checking for changes I don't think there are any no there are no changes for Celtic at the break Brendan Rodgers sticking with the formation and the line-up they played in the first half. He's putting his faith in them that they can get that breakthrough. It could be a pivotal 45 minutes in this season's title race, Andrew. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Get your prescription delivered straight to your door free of charge.
Yeah, so no changes for Celtic going into that second half. I don't think there are any changes for Livingston as well. Of course, Tom Parks came off with that head injury. Hearts and St Mirren back underway. Hearts leading that game 1-0. The three of you all predicted a Hearts home win in that game. Kilmarnock are 2-0 up against St Johnston. Only Mark Wilson predicting a Kilmarnock win in that yeah. game Looking good for them so far Yeah it certainly is It's only Celtic that's letting down my ACA Because the other two Hearts at home Kilmarnock at home I thought were certainties And also sort of Celtic obviously at home Were certainties But not converted the chances not, That they've created I'm not that far away uh, Celtic and St Johnson I mean there is only now. three games So you can only be so far away Can't you? He's not that <laughs> far away He said St Johnson are two down yeah. You I need know, three I, St Johnston goals At Rugby look, Park Look I said earlier That Fraser is getting The game of the day And I'm going to stand by that I think there'll be Plenty more action At Rugby Park Roger Hanna Described Correctly Livingston being Halfway towards Mission accomplished Celtic are halfway towards a horror story. Are they? Goal flashes <laughs> with M and D Green Pharmacy. <laughs> yeah. Celtic one, Livingston nil. Celtic have the lead at Celtic Park. It's Kyogo with the goal. Lewis Palmer's cross and Kyogo back amongst the goals, putting Celtic ahead. Even, what have you seen there, mate? Even by my standards, <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> That's an amazing, amazing turnaround. Uh, you know, but prior to the goal going in. They were halfway towards a horror story, but they have now started to rewrite the script. And, uh, you know, Kyogo, fans would be delighted that he got the goal. They want to see more from him. And that, that should surely calm everyone down. Unprofessional from Livingston, Hugh? Without a doubt. Yeah. There you go. Hugh, I think you're right about the Kyogo and the fans want more from him. And I think they, they should be directing that towards Kyogo. A lot of the narrative, I know you love that word, Hugh. Around Kyogo not scoring goals is directed at the manager and how the manager's utilising Kyogo, and it's not the same as Ange Postacoglu. The player still plays and he's still got to contribute a lot more. Now, if he is used in a slightly different way or asked to do slightly different things, that's fine. Just go on with it, but just be the player you were. So, back in amongst the goals, start the second half, the fans will be delighted with that. That's the one thing about Kyogo is that. Even last season and two seasons ago when he was playing well, it wasn't as if he was having a huge influence in the game all the time on the ball. Yes, you know, his, his pressing, his defending from the front was very good, but it wasn't as if he was having, you know, huge numbers of touches in a game, but he was just getting into those areas maybe more often. Maybe the supply was better from wider areas as well. well last week... He had a golden opportunity at the start of the second half against Hearts um, where it's whipped in from Palma and he totally misses the ball. Now, that's the areas where he's been so successful in the past for Celtic and by all accounts that might be similar to the goal he scored today. But the player, you know, has to take responsibility as well. If he's playing through the middle for Celtic, it's not as if he's been asked to play off a wide area and fans are pointing the finger and saying, well, this manager is using him totally different. He's been played through the middle More often than not Back in amongst the goals today Taking his opportunity When he's been given it Right we got caught up there Let's do this Hugh Yep The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online I have played alongside Andy Robertson And James Madison I've been managed by Jack Ross and Tony Mowbray I've won trophies With several teams In the Scottish top flight Who am I? I've played alongside Andy Robertson 
and James Madison Been managed by Jack Ross and Tony Mowbray Won trophies with multiple teams in the Scottish top flight Who am I? I can see the cogs going across the desk Gordon DL and Mark Wilson having a good think of it Remember, tweet your answer at Clyde SSB You can see the, the full answer written out There's always a lot of information in the Who Am I? The second half teaser So it's easier to see it written down At Clyde SSB And that's where you can tweet us with the answer To get on the podium as well How are you getting on? You're I've normally got, quite I, good at these I've got that I've got you? it already nah, I'm working yeah. on uh, uh, Multiple He's won trophies in Scotland with multiple teams Yes Madison Robertson I'll give you some thinking time. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. They're 2 0 up, Hearts 2, St Mirren 0, and it's that man again, Lauren Shankland. And what a goal it is a left foot volley into the top corner from about 20 odd yards. And what a day for Lauren Shankland so far. Now, when we have the transfer discussions about when, it's almost a question of when's he going to Rangers, not if he goes to Rangers. Um, there's a huge dependency on Lauren Shankland at Hearts. He is the club captain. It would have to be surely a very tempting amount of money to give over a player like that to a direct competitor. Yeah, I mean that is the the big thing. Just how much Hearts would be willing to to take for Lauren Shankland, whether it is Rangers, whether it is any other yeah. club, for a guy that is your top goal scorer he's a real creative influence in there as well and the club captain who is tied down to a contract Hearts are not just going to take any old money for him no no but listen we know how football works these days Andrews players can make it very awkward for clubs if they feel like they've they've been held when a decent offer is put in but that's that's the, the phrase there a decent offer Rangers going in on the cheap or anybody for that matter it might not be Rangers it might be down south it might be somewhere else going in the cheap Hearts aren't going to accept that so if it's a decent offer then Hearts will do well to hold on to him by the way Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy What a start to the second half for Celtic they are 2-0 up against Livingston this time it's a Liam Scales header from a Paolo Bernardo corner simple as you like glanced across inside the far post Liam Scales has a goal Celtic have two and they're looking good for it at Celtic Park Tale of two halves Uh, the game's finished now where Livingston are concerned uh, and after a first half struggle uh, Celtic have come out and are struggling no more Scales has really been the success story of the season for Celtic. I know O'Reilly's up there on the goals and certainly playing better. Um, it always catches eye, but Scales, no doubt, going out the door, nowhere to be seen in the squad, early doors, but total success story, mainstay in the team, and now he's added a goal today. So, nah, easy street for Celtic in this second half now. Exactly what they needed. Yeah, it's timing's everything, in it? And it was interesting to hear Roger at Celtic Park saying that you know, Celtic fans were encouraged by what they seen in the first half. They've come out, they've got that early goal. Livingston's heads obviously went down. You can imagine, I said that it would have been a long day if Celtic scored early in the first half. I think it's going to be a long second, 45 plus. Uh, yeah, 51 minutes that goal came on. Brendan Rodgers would have been asking for a quick start to things oh. for the second half at Celtic Park. He certainly got it from his team. And an athletic nil, Falkirk 2 Falkirk looking good for a win there. Tom Lang with the goal, 56 minutes in. So, as Mark 
offers an answer for the teaser, which is wrong. An incorrect answer, unfortunately. I'm seeing seeing quite a few answers come in. Quite a lot of different incorrect answers, which is always good. That means it's a good question. We had a caller to Super Scoreboard last night who took exception to the way that Brendan Rodgers would speak to Celtic players. You know, he thought there was no point uh, because players would just not respond to that type of thing in this modern day and age. Now, clearly there have been harsh words at half-time uh, about our goalless performance against the team five points adrift at the bottom of the table. So, you know, I think managers then have to go in. The noise and, you can hear yes, in the background is Gordon DL celebrating the teaser <laughs> once again. Who am I? I have no idea how he does it. Well, I've just showed Mark my work. I have no idea. Baffles me every single week. I know. But to be fair to him, you have to give credit where it's due. Can I cheat on that? No, not not possible. I say this every single time. You you obviously apply some really good logic to uh, this. Well, Why I'm don't sh- you use this logic in your everyday life? What does that say? <laughs> don't don't say anything out Mul- loud. We don't want to spoil it. Teams. Oh, multiple teams. Oh, I just, that's uh, not uh, too much of a giveaway. No, because it's in the clue. I'll tell you what. I'll, he is good I'll at bet, this. I'll bet you yeah. Hannah man sitting at that Celtic Park going, this guy is different class when it comes to this. Well, he's been too busy watching the goals go in at the start of the second half. Celtic 2-0 up against Livingston. Hearts 2-0 up against St Mirren. And Kilmarnock 2-0 up against St Johnson. So as it stands, it's looking good for home wins in the Scottish Premiership. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, with regard to Celtic, they are looking for a booster after consecutive league defeats they're looking for a booster to take to Dundee on Boxing Day assuming there is a game at Dundee on Boxing Day and there in Dundee they're looking for another psychological lift because we all know what follows that game I'll tell you what if the players turn that pitch up and the game's off I'd like to hear a chief executive Tuesday (laughs) by the way did they end up training on it? The Dundee players I'm not sure actually All I was told That that was the plan anyway Because Daz has got a great point If you're the chief exec And you've lost revenue Through the game And you're annoyed Surely you go and have a word With your manager And say Let's just stay off this Allow the ground staff To work on it And make sure The Boxing Day game Is on Is it a televised game I take it On Boxing Day Yep As Mm -hmm. well yes Everybody will be listening To our show Mark There'll be no viewers (laughs) <laughs> of course, of exactly. course. <laughs> Is Joe Longthorn on this oh, show? No, no, no I saw the, the number one oh, We've got the Snuds uh, One of my, <laughs> my, my favourite songs The who? Uh, Snuds I mean, you, one of your favourite songs You can't even pronounce Gloria. the name of the band correctly The West Lothian boys, four of them And the, the band The, the Snuts Snuts, yeah well, I, Not I, a D at the I, end I, I know Nice them. try though I know them well Some great hits and <laughs> Snuts Gloria and stuff like that How does he get these teasers and then Can't Aye. say five letter words? Yeah <sighs> I like the band Oh, it's some great music Mark and I <laughs> sat, sat for e- ages Picking out music to play on Tuesday So please listen in you will be astonished. I'll give the kids a day off school. <laughs> <laughs> a miserable old day at Celtic Park. It's oh, a miserable day me. across the country as well. A good day to be in the studio, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is a bit warm in here, I've got to say, and I'm not I'm not trying to get the guys. There's nothing better than out in the fresh air and 
you know, there is no days, fresh air. You, you wouldn't be saying that if you were out at one of the games today. Oh, I would be loving sitting there, you know, <laughs> the wind howling in at Rugby Park and absolutely freezing. It's, it's a day for a mulled wine, isn't it? Yeah. Hot mulled wine that's at the ground, it. eh? That's it. That's that warm mean. the old cockles that's, up. That's every day at my house. <laughs> By the way, it was the last time you went to a game at Clyde Bank. Did we be no on and it was freezing? Oh, sure, Clyde, yeah. Yeah. Ah, but you ended up in the the hut hospitality. Place. Yeah, the oh, hut I, I, the, hospitality. The hospitality hut. I have a local celebrity here. You are, mate. You've been here a long, long time. The, the, the worst part of that day was Danny Lennon was the Clyde manager. Oh, so he was. And he, I was there before the game started, and I came out, and there's Danny, and he said, "Are you still going?" I think, I think he thought that I'd In journalism or in life In life uh, 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 I do it every Saturday when uh, I come in It was as if, he'd, <laughs> as if he'd seen a ghost Are you still going? Oh, another show we should Half time between Cove Rangers and Edinburgh City In that game that was a bit of a later kick off A late goal and a half for Rumar and Burrell Continuing his prolific run there 2-1 up Cove Rangers against Edinburgh City David Field says he's seen three people Slip down the stairs next to him at, at Tynecastle it's one of those days Oh yeah Wet, miserable conditions Slippy uh, conditions is, I've got to say That would probably be In my top two The places I don't want to go When it's wet And windy Tynecastle the, the the press box And the Tynecastle. new stand At yeah. Tynecastle Right it's down the front good, Just it? above the dugouts You're soaked Absolutely soaked Getting but, battered by the The wind and the rain It's, it's not a great I'm, place to be The Dan Budge do it deliberately <laughs> Very possibly, you never know. Uh, have you been here, Hugh? The new one? No, no. Oh, don't don't go. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's not the place you want to be. Not in the winter. Rugby parts on our one. That wind coming in. Not the place uh, you want to be. I, I've only gone. No. For Hill. <laughs> Num- <laughs> number. Else, <laughs> 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 Aberdeen. <laughs> Journey. Uh, Listen, Bezler. Dingwall. No, no chance. For Hill. Number seventeen bus from the house. Bus pass. Off at George's Cross. In you go. Uh, yeah, that, that's far enough for me. Yeah, I agree with you, Hugh. Well, I said today as well, the results as well will determine the mood of many people that have Christmas nights out planned tonight. I'm sure it'll be a very popular night out for people heading out tonight, well, 23rd oh. of December, Saturday night. You want to you want to go out with your team winning as well, don't you? The joint will be jumping. Um, so the Celtic fans are going to have a good night. The Hearts fans in Edinburgh, good night for them. And the Kelly fans, they they just have to nip across to that hotel across from the pitch, wow. don't they? Well, they better hold their celebrations oh, just in oh, case. Oh, I've done that again. With M&D Green Pharmacy. Kilmarnock 2, St Johnston 1. Nicky oh. Clark has come off the bench. The attacking change was made by Craig Levine. He came on for Dan Phillips and he scored off the bench. Close range, oh, near boys. post header from a Matt Smith free kick. However... VR Get a check VR review With M&D Green Pharmacy It will be checked For offside oh. Put Fraser on the spot Ask him to text right now And see what he thinks <laughs> Fraser did say though Next next goal it's Game uh-huh. on if, uh, if St Johnson get it He's got a very good Goal per game record This season Nicky Clark of course I has been injured. Say Fraser <laughs> He's <laughs> usually a man of nil nils Isn't he There we go he's, he's put his neck on the line He says In my opinion Goal Ah well done 
we don't know. It could have been confirmed or not already. Yeah, but he certainly, he certainly, he certainly, he's can, putting his he, neck in a You can just picture Fraser in the, the press looking book going, what do you think? What do you think? Go, 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 go. No surprise, the goal has been given. It go. is Kilmarnock 2, St Johnston 1, St Johnston back in that one. And it looks to be a good game there at Rugby Park. This is becoming spooky. You know, that, <laughs> I, I just need to say something and the exact opposite happens. You're going to save it for some late drama then? Yes, there'll be late drama. What about you? At Rugby Park? Yes. I'm liking your style. I think the geography teacher will go to the blackboard. <laughs> you talking about Fraser? No, no, no. <laughs> Craig Levine. Craig Levine. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ch- Ch- choice Fraser. The Fraser and Craig dresses. I mean, by the way, I the old cotton trainers. <laughs> Yeah, I bet Fraser's got his cards on Craig as well. Sweater shop. Craig, Craig, Craig Levine looks like one of those elderly teachers that you had at school. I'm yeah. not sure he's going to take too kindly to you calling him elderly. You. Well, he's 60s, got his bus pass, same as Dazzler and me. Yeah, there's been a goal for Hamilton, 1 0 up against Kelty Hearts. Kevin O'Hara with a goal there. Spartans 2 0 up against Stranraer. It's Arton Sockup with a goal there. No, it's been good. Second half's been good. Uh, we were having a goal shortage in the first 45 minutes around about the country, but we've picked up now. Plenty of entertainment. About. Yeah. Oh, if you're looking for entertainment, said I was going to mention it, went on a tour. See my Instagram yesterday. Uh, do you know something? I'm Glasgow. To as we speak. I Glasgow Central yeah. Station tours. Went along with the family, took the boys. A guy called Paul Wines was the the tour director is that his, would that be his correct term but I think he's on the BBC show have you ever watched the BBC yeah, show yeah many I? times yeah. so he's a man in there but what a great character went around takes you down stairs through all the Victorian tunnels and stuff like that that's an entertaining day but the only, downside, just the only downside is they don't tell you this when you book the tour that you have to he opens up a big kind of a, a wall It's in Central Station I've stood by it Loads of times Didn't even know It could open up It opens up Right In you go Put uh-huh. on your Put on your hat And your <laughs> Your high vis vest So you have to go in And get all The jacket on And the the orange cap. I'd love to make fun of you here, but I have actually been on the exact same tour, and I know the f- I know the, I know the feeling of walking through Central Station with <laughs> a really strange orange hard hat skip cap yeah, with a high one, high vis vest on as well, hoping oh. that no one you know. Oh, it's great when you get people commute. recognising you <laughs> Afternoon Mark <laughs> Afternoon People thinking you've fallen on really hard times That you're now working in Central Station oh, By the way I would after, love to After the here. Champions League to, to that oh. It can't be worse than going to Cowden Beath and playing I'm telling you that But I loved it It was magic The it's information the, the guy yeah. gives you It's the, last, guy. the yeah. last great Glasgow landmark Because you know Queen Street doesn't look like Queen Street anymore uh, But Central The big clock still there in the You middle. get yourself what Get yourself downstairs what, 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 Is it central you're talking Central Glasgow Central Oh it sounds so exciting I think I would rather lie down And let people <laughs> kick me right in the shins For the next half an hour and <laughs> there, was, uh, there was way too much consideration Over what body part you were about to say there as well Which was concerning <laughs> We are, Here we go With a hat on <laughs> You would love it Hugh uh, You would like it I'm telling yeah, you yeah, I, I love Central Station A change for Brendan Rodgers James Forrest coming on For Dyson Maida Xander Clark Has recovered as well He's made a good save From an Alex Gogic Header Then also At the other end as well Kai rolls off the line 
uh, Oh sorry It was at the same end It was Kai Rolls Who cleared it off the line From a Thierry Small shot St Mirren Having a real go at it And making changes now Olisanya Nakmani And Jameson on Kelty Grieve And Ayunga off There was also an incident In the Kilmarnock St Johnson game Mitov has been booked Miscontrolled Back pass Vassell nipped in Mitov brought him down Outside the box Kelly fans wanted a red But Vassell's touch Was going towards The corner flag Oh, producer John's going to be happy next week. Okay. You in the park, Falkirk. And an athletic nil, Falkirk three, nil. three Ross McKeever. Putting them man. three up. That's your man. Yeah, so Daz is just showing the photo. Honestly, no, Paul Lyons, what a character. Does he wear a kilt running about? Just central? wears it every day, but what a guy. He knows his stuff. Really passionate about it, but real humour. So anybody looking for something to do, get yourself. How long's you, how long's Paul uh, been in that job? Uh, oh, he's oh he was a station master and all sorts. So many a do year you know since something? about the sixties, I, I think it was. I, I've worked with this guy a long time now, and there's only one reason that Paul's getting a mention. He must be a Celtic fan, recognise him. I was going to say he was getting the tour he for free. A, he was is a, no, 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 no. He is a Celtic fan. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> he is a Celtic fan. <laughs> Actually, he might be at the game today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant! You can always tell a crawler. No, I, I, listen, I tell you what, I'm banging on about this central tour. <laughs> well, here we go. They're going to put an old train down there, an old steam train. Hugh, you get yeah. yourself down when the steam train's done. They've found <clears throat> disused tracks that are going to. I travelled. I travelled steam trains as a child. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Did you? Yeah. 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 I've been on the the Harry Potter one. That's the only steam train I went on. Yeah, I jumped in the, the front When we got up to we Up north to, I said to guys Can I get a shot in the front So he let that, us That's in. where my father-in-law Came from Roasting in there Glenfinnan Not on the Glenfinnan viaduct <laughs> But he came from Glenfinnan But uh, we used to go uh, The show's taking a some turn Steam train <laughs> <laughs> You'd I'm, think I'm, there'd have been No goals in the top flight yeah. The fact that they were <laughs> Never mind talking about steam trains I'm trying to think Christmas We don't care about the football now I'm trying to think of a fact Queen Street I go and give us I'm, something. I'm, 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 I'm hoping. Surely they've got a tunnels. Queen, Queen Street? No, no, no. no they're, aye, that's they're too, too young. young aye. Yeah. Central's where all your action is. No, I, oh, I've been there many times. <laughs> Usually I've got a Blue Lagoon fish supper, my one. <laughs> I was part of the tour. <laughs> the Blue Lagoon. Got a mention. <laughs> that and rats get a lot of mention, but we didn't see any. The team that are 100 times better than any team in Scotland are now. Losing Morecambe 1 MK Dons 2 2-1 down Just to finish off the train chat Roger Hanna says One old steamer meeting another uh, <laughs> Change for Hearts Oda and Mackay Come off <coughs> Ewenhoff and Forrest On 67 minutes played Stephen Naismith Will be very happy With what he's seen From his team so far today yeah, Especially with that race for third I was reading a piece on Stephen th- This very morning And it's 8 months now Since he took over the job that's how time flies you, you still think of him as uh, just in the door eight months he's had control well, well when did he really take over the job there's the <laughs> well the Frankie McAvoy episode he's had a couple of roles in there but certainly they are going well at the moment they're maybe not the most entertaining team in terms of goals in the division don't score all that many but also don't concede too many but if you're sitting third on the table you're beating one of the teams that you're competing with for that place 2-0 then let's be honest Everyone's going to watch this Hibs Hearts game now because of Montgomery being mic'd up uh, to see what happens. Uh, you know, it will increase the television audience in case there are sweary words and all sorts going on. But I maintain television is quite entitled to experiment in this way 
but I think they really would prefer it if there was a managerial explosion that they could capture in vision <clears throat> and sound. Is there a game that comes to mind in your managerial career, Mark, that would have been the worst possible game to be mic'd up on the touchline? Oh, God, where did I start? <laughs> where did I start? Perth yeah. was a sore one where mm-hmm. we took seven. Um, the week before that was pretty sore as well. I think we took mm. six of Dundee United. Mm. Um, did you ever just take a five? Have a good day? Um, I took a five, did I weigh every one time? Did you? That's where remember I told you I had the argument with yes, the the boy, one of our centre halves, uh, and he walked out the changing room at half time because I was slaughtered. He <laughs> just, just got up and left. No, well, he got sent off. Oh, okay. So he got sent off just before half time. We ended up conceding. So I think we were three in at half time. So I I lost it with him and just he got up, he got up and uh, I'm not taking this and walked out the changing room with strip one. Not really stamping your authority on that dressing room, is it? Boys were like, oh, get back, get back. I said, just leave him. Just leave him. (laughs) Better off without him. Did you start him again once his suspension? No, I got him out the door. (laughs) I got him out the door. I went to the director of football. Yeah, he says, how did I get rid of this guy? He must leave the building. I says it's in motion. Uh, Michael Beale looking for a big start his first day in the job at Sunderland. Two down. Two nil down. There's also a hat-trick for a former... Scottish Premiership player for Barnet, Nicky Kabamba. Used to play for Kilmarnock, striker, scored wow. a penalty. Ah, that's good, that's right. That's, that's good info. You know your stuff, Andrew. You certainly Almost do. like you got a book full of stats for your, oh, your part Christmas. Of my, part of my Secret Santa <laughs> present that I came into the office to get today. Why and, did you uh, open your Secret Santa present that it's not yet Christmas? Ah, oh, true, true. Because everyone else has opened them, I couldn't make the, I couldn't make the staff night out. So oh. everyone exchanged presents then and I just did it. Sad and alone Through in the office There uh, today And he's not going to Wake up on Christmas morning And open up A <laughs> secret Santa Worth a tenner Or whatever it's worth <laughs> you're still it's disappointed It's the thought that counts There's still three quid To get Whoever <laughs> Go have a secret Santa And I hope they're listening It's a tenner Not seven quid Oh and Yang Coming on for Celtic So Brendan Rodgers Making the changes And you think it's important To Utilise your substitutes during this busy period when Celtic play again on Boxing Day. I think it's important to leave the crowd with a smile on their face at the end of the game. Palma and Kyogo off. The two goals were some time ago. Uh, there were no goals in the first half. Two quick goals started the second half, and you want to send the crowd home with a a really good memory. Uh, so I think that's why he tried to liven things up for the last quarter of the game. Yeah, and at two 0 up, I mean Livingston can be a, a tough team to break down away from home they've had a couple of results at, at Celtic Park as well Celtic fans will be delighted if they can just get three points in well, any way really today we'll, but they have obviously been the dominant side we'll be able to gauge the pleasure or otherwise of the Celtic supporters at five o'clock uh, when they call here because you know we always like an eyewitness account we've got Roger who will certainly do that for us but the fans hold their own individual views Alawa 2, Montrose 0 Bobby Wales, the Kilmarnock Loney Has scored for them to double their lead Hugh, do you want to give us the teaser again? We'll take a look at some wrong answers Yes I played alongside Andy Robertson and James Madison I've been managed by Jack Ross and Tony Mowbray I've won trophies with several teams in the Scottish top flight Who am I? A few people, Colin Robbie, Kyle on Twitter saying Scott Allen Nope Mm. Craig Grant Miller Are going for Willow Flood No Craig Murdoch Saying Willow Flood as well Botox has said Stuart Armstrong No 
And there's a shout in there from Gordon DL's unusually large nose. That is the Twitter name, by the way. I'm not just hurling abuse at you from across the desk. Dylan McGeoch. Dylan McGeoch, no. No. I don't know where this myth is coming about my large nose. It's just a little <laughs> bit shaped at the bottom. That's What's the shape? It stands up the way a bit of snobbery. Uh, I just I just feel like I come in for a bit of unnecessary criticism in that department. You know what I mean, Mark? We all have our faults. We were all born this way. We've got to make the best of what we've got. So just a real silence in the rest of the room while you're making that case and looking for some reassurance from everyone else in here. I've done all right myself for a. If I did a decent nose like the rest of them, my goodness, I'd probably been married ten times. <laughs> a sitter missed by Tony Gallagher, free at the back post, the ball out wide, six yards, a low cross from Nicky Clark, but Tony Gallagher couldn't turn it in. Who says this show isn't full of information as well? Anti Mags has tweeted in saying, "For your information, Queen Street Station is older than Central." Ah, no chance, really. That must have a tunnels. But right, give me give me more information then. Who is it? Mags? Annie Mags. I'll tell you. Annie that. Mags gives the, more info the, then. Paul Lines wasn't giving you that information, was he? Yeah, but you're missing uh, the point. He was drumming up here. like Central was. They're missing the point. Queen Street no longer looks like Queen Street, but Glasgow Central looks it's still like, the same. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I don't know the great train robbery no, it left for Glasgow Central. Yeah, yeah. Hi, do you know that? Going to London. What? The great train robbery Yeah, The train left from Glasgow Central And they, and they robbed it down and They robbed yeah. it somewhere yeah, I had and to come from somewhere Seen that film Buster That's Phil Collins Are we actually talking about films? <laughs> no, it's, not much, it's not much happening just now it's on I'm the football We've thrown football right out of the window here this afternoon Here you go Glasgow Central opened 31st of July 1879 Glasgow Queen Street Station, 21st of February, 1842. Really? There you are. She knows her stuff. I bet she's the one that does Paul Lines' job at Queen Street. But if you got there, she's giving you a heart mm. at. Right, come on, we'll show you the tunnels. Get a tour of that then. <sighs> what else can we tour? Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting to find out more about the city, Andrew. He'll tell you. He knows everything. Well, you you both be club DJs in a short ah, space no, of time. Yeah, so. I wonder who they'll get into the places in, in the coming weeks, Hugh. Well, hmm. you know what I mean? We'll be, we'll be breakfast. Celtic almost made it three a few moments ago. Cameron Carter-Vickers with a header from, I think it was Yang's corner, but it was well saved by Jack Hamilton in the Livingston goal. Straight at him, but had to react quickly. Uh, it's just a matter of um, damage limitation for Livy now and Celtic. Uh, you know, they've taken off players that they probably want to rest as much as possible before the game against Dundee and uh, the one against the team across the road on the other side of the city, uh, which will be next Saturday. St Mirren trying to make something happen at Tynecastle. A couple more changes. Mandron and Boyd Munce are coming on for O'Hara and Thierry Small. So that looks like a pretty attacking substitution for them. I think it's difficult to get back into it yeah. right enough, but they're trying to throw everything at it. Jay Bird has been sent off for our broth in their game against Dunfermline. There's also a change for Hart Civic on for Nathaniel Atkinson. You did predict there was going to be late drama, Hugh. We're still a while oh, away, about yes, 15. Marv. Go on, oh, there Marv, we go. Queen back. of the South have equalised. Paul Mackay has made it one all against Sterling Albion. 
That's what but we need Does he turn up if they draw? I know, I was thinking yes, that. Does yes. a draw get him in? By the way, he was in good form I was with him Was that last week I was with him? Was that Monday or was that the week before? Anyway, in good form He was slightly stressed at our, the recent run of results But takes it on the chin well He always come back fighting Yeah, yeah, to be fair to him Um a tough shift for him as the manager of QOS but uh, he's hanging in there so Wait. now <laughs> this guy's this guy's looking for something you hear that noise that's a man scrambling, scrambling about across the desk for is, it, is this more facts that you've printed out from websites uh, no no I've not I, I just do my research on a Friday and then people just jump on the bandwagon um, but I'm looking at the overall Celtic today They had to get the three points First half Created a few chances Second half They're running out Comfortable winners Which leads us in Nicely To I think A very very interesting And good game At Fir Park tomorrow Yeah big oh. game Tomorrow Rangers do of course Have some injury issues But they've been winning games Under Philip Clement They won a trophy Under Philip Clement And this is Another huge week For them in charge of Rangers well, You can't bang on About the need for Celtic To win points without banging on about the need for Rangers to win points because Celtic now it's a five point gap uh, it's happened before to Rangers the day they played Aberdeen and then got a late penalty to get a draw at Pataudry. Um they have to make sure that once Celtic go five points clear as they have done this evening they have to follow that up with a win that takes the gap back to two so the pressure's on them because they've got injuries they're also playing a team who haven't won any of their last 14 and who are assumed to be lambs to the slaughter. And Philippe Clement has to protect his unbeaten record to keep the pressure on Celtic. A festive goal scorer for Cove Rangers in their match, Blair Yule, with the goal for them to put them 3 1 up. Yule tied. Blessings. Kilmarnock fans getting a bit restless at the moment they are winning 2-1 against St Johnson but they're really on the back foot now with St Johnson getting that goal back oh, and St Johnson look likely to score says Fraser Wisher that's like a good save by Will Dennis Matt Smith with a shot from 16 yards so you're right there could be a good bit of late that'd drama be, at Rugby Park that'd be great because I'd then have the Aka up two homes and a draw mm. uh, so the old geography teacher I'd better get the class Paying attention. Oh, Kelly will win that one, Hugh. I've got too much. Well, Danny McInnes is, I tell you what, he is good at. I'm asking a good squad. In. But getting a good squad together, he recognised what he needed at Kilmarnock to make them a team that competes in the top six. And he signed well in the summer. And he's got players that can rely on, players with experience. And they've certainly shown that in this first 18, 19 games. I think they'll see that out this afternoon As it stands the table is obviously a bit skewed because there have been games called off Kilmarnock would move above St Mirren in the table onto 27 points into fourth place St Mirren would drop below them but there are some teams as well Dundee and Aberdeen not playing today already had a couple of games on hand on some teams they'll have three as well so they could be in for a bit of fixture congestion yeah. coming up That's yeah, a lot I said earlier on you'd rather have the, the points in the bag than games in hand no doubt about that um, so those teams will find it difficult when the time comes to cram it all in and get the best performance out of your squad when games are crammed in but good for Kilmarnock they can only deal with what's in front of them and today they're winning David Turnbull is on for Paulo Bernardo so 
You would imagine he'll let fly from the edge of the box a couple of times before this game is out. Oh, it's the one thing he has uh, in his game that the others do not. Uh, you know, the Paolo Bernardos of this world and the Oden Tiago Holmes, uh, they just don't have a goal in them. But Turnbull does, and on a regular basis. I think the selection of Paolo Bernardos may be interesting today because in games like this, where Celtic play at home, are expecting to come up against a packed defence, David Turnbull has kind of been the go-to midfielder of the three for Brendan Rodgers in these types of matches but not for other games like European matches where Paulo Bernardo yeah. has come in but Paulo Bernardo given the nod today well, I know there's a game to go at Dens Park against Dundee after this but I just attention always goes to the Rangers game and I just wonder what he'll decide for that position for the game at home on the 30th because it's a big position with no Hitati then it really is up for grabs wonder if Turnbull comes back and he's thinking for that one well it would have to because of that goal scoring capability uh, you know he, he maybe got lucky when he scored against Rangers last season when the goalkeeper kicked the ball straight out to him uh, but you still have to stick it in the net and uh, you know he's a good goal scorer if it's all the same uh, coming next week I like Turnbull I'm a massive fan of David Turnbull I think he comes in for some unfair criticism at Celtic Um I, I don't think he'll go with Turnbull at the yep. start next week. I really don't. I just um I see Turnbull being one of these players that, you know, got to leave in January, go and get um regular football. He's got it in his locker, a lad. He's a good player. Um I've watched him St Mirren on the Wednesday night, gets a goal, misses a penalty kick, plays well. Ross County gets the first goal, man of the match. Next game he completely disappears He's on the bench um, I just don't think That Brendan Rodgers Sees him You know Going forward And if that's the case I think it's up to the boy Just to go out and play Because he's got a lot to offer Of that there's no doubt For me He'll, he'll have to go down south Or abroad <laughs> Yeah well I, I think I think there'll be clubs uh, Quite willing to Take a chance on him Hugh Not a chance Because I think that David Turnbull's a good pro He's a good player He's got a lot in his locker To offer a team He just needs the right love and we've all been there at clubs. <laughs> you just need the right. I'm clubs. glad you said it, clubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what you find. That's you can go to a club and it, it's just everything fits for you, and you get they get the best out in you, and all of a sudden your form turns again. But it'll be interesting once we get the dust settled over uh, this week, um, leading up to Saturday. What is going to be Celtic's midfield Odin Thiago Holm just looks out the picture at the moment because in November he featured in four matches in a row for Celtic I think maybe after the international break he featured in it would have been five games in a row but he's now not played since the end of November there's been a good few games he's been on the bench in some matches not in others not on the bench again today he's another one that seems to sort of flit in and out and is certainly out of Brendan yeah. Rodgers thoughts at the moment for me same bracket as Bernardo that you see him in the side but what does he actually provide you know he largely goes unnoticed and I see a lot of Celtic fans you know on social media oh this guy needs to play and have you seen his ability when he's he's got a ball at his feet uh, and his personal time and it, it counts for nothing really unless you can do it on the pitch and it's meaningful and it, it gets a an end product and home maybe just needs time to adjust and settle he is still young um, he looks like he's got decent attributes but I don't think he's playing well enough to hold down that place well, in the back midfield. Back to the famous model. Buy them cheap, sell them big. And uh, that's clearly the, the plan with home. 
Um, Bernardo comes into a different category he's only here on loan so Celtic have to decide whether they want to buy him at all uh, but I, I, you know, the, the summertime intake was simply full of players like Odin Thiago Home who um, they're just ordinary bang average Hugh, do you want to give us the teaser again? I think people are maybe struggling out there. I might have to give a bit of a clue, despite the fact that Gordon DL was quick off the mark. I'm not sure there are any correct answers out no there. No way. Not sure Only there's one. Any Come out on the podium myself. Possibly one. I have played alongside Andy Robertson and James Madison. I have been managed by Jack Ross and Tony Mowbray. I have won trophies with several teams in the Scottish top flight. Who am I? I will give a clue at this point. Yeah, no s- clues. Do you know something? See the you, Andy you've Ro- already won. That's fine. The, we'll, give you, we'll give you the th- credit th- for the that. Andy Robertson one. Uh, that's the only one I can narrow down. So how did you get it then? If you don't think it's because I narrowed correct? it, because I narrowed the rest of them down. Mm. I showed my my, my work, and, I, yeah. and I'll explain it to you. It's quite easy. That's why they, they definitely they definitely played together. That's why one hundred percent. Is that right? Okay, yep. I'm, I'm taking it. Well, obviously it's in the quiz, but that's the only one that I struggled with. That's why it took me five seconds instead of my usual two or three. <laughs> Give What's the clue, clue then? Trophies won with Rangers and Hibs. Ah, oh, oh, we've all no, got no, it no, now. You need to shout out the answer now. A, 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 a few minutes left. It's fine. It's now a race Gordon DL has won We will give him the credit yes. You know what We want that podium full It is Christmas time We want people to yes. get the credit for it So on you go Tweet us in At Clyde SSB <sighs> It's now a race To see who can get on the podium Because The full time whistles Are approaching In these games Of course with VAR checks and stuff It's normally around 5 o'clock That the Full time whistles go It's not as if there's been A whole lot of action In the second half So a few goals But I don't think there's been A lot of stoppages So it may not be uh, too many uh, minutes added on in our Premiership fixtures. As I say, interesting. Is 2 nothing at home to the bottom club in the Premiership table satisfactory for the Celtic supporters? It was any result, so long as it was a winning one, satisfactory? Uh, so the fans can tell us at five o'clock. I think Celtic have been dominant in the game three points against a a team that can prove to be quite stuffy they have been at Celtic Park a busy period at the moment as well bouncing back from a defeat I think generally supporters would be happy with this result without doubt no doubt about it and you know hearing that Celtic like you say have been dominant they've created plenty of chances it could have been much more I think the fans will be happy because it's certainly been you know an uplift in intensity um, and creativity this afternoon that Celtic fans hadn't seen for a number of weeks so it's been much much better this afternoon I think they'll be pleased with that going into the game against Dundee everyone tweeting in Kevin Thompson for the answer for the teaser is wrong <sighs> the other I one. can see yeah. it's the other one. It's the other I can one. see at least one correct answer coming so we will have someone on the podium what a game between Dumbarton and Clyde the 90th minute Clyde have made it 4-3 they are losing 4-3 but potential for a bit of late drama there Livingston have made a change Lawal and Montano. a couple of changes for them coming on with a few minutes to go in that game you'd expect Celtic to see that one out 
comfortably the same for Hearts against St Mirren although St Mirren were having a bit of a go at Tynecastle and well St Johnson having a real go at Rugby Park 2-1 down to Kilmarnock but if there's going to be late drama you would expect it would be there yeah for sure the Celtic game all but over and done with uh, Hearts go back to that question of expectation of course there's expectation with the playing at home and they have lived up to it and on top of the Celtic result last weekend it's going nicely for Stephen Naismith as they approach the Edinburgh Derby and now does Hibs having the day off and Hearts having to play does that change anything in terms of the players fitness what have you I think yeah, some Hearts managers are, are different in that way some like a bit of rest and some like sort of churning out games and performances keeping the team match fit I think if you've beaten Celtic 2-0 and then follow up with a 2-0 win yeah. at home over St Mirren you're momentum. thinking yeah mm. you're thinking we're fine he can have his microphone we'll have the points five minutes added at Rugby Park oh, plenty drama. of time for potential late drama with Kilmarnock leading St Johnston 2-1 I think there's a wee bit more time to go at Hearts maybe 87, 88 minutes on the clock there it is approaching the 90th minute at Celtic Park we'll see how much time is added on in that one Mr Levine from the Geography Department he's got that goal coming yeah it's, it's amazing oh, what about Clyde wow Dumbarton 4 Clyde 4 oh. what a game Logan Dunnicky in the 92nd minute has equalised what a game that is between those sides not quite as exciting between Adrianians and Morton that one has just finished 0-0 0-0 oh my <laughs> imagine that in a day like this oh yeah. uh, we didn't serve up dross like that oh, at Airdrie did we at that. least when we got beat we got beaten fast <laughs> <laughs> we were there style uh, you could guarantee the fans goals oh, but not at what end specifically oh, oh, fans pay to see goals but can they I mean they don't pay to see see goals conceded, conceded. by their team do they how's oh, your, your, your team doing today I was 1-1 one, one the last time I've seen How's, uh, the, thistle, how's the, the two thistles coming up against each other? I think it's still 1 1. Yeah, still 1 all, 94th minute oh. in that game. So we'll see if there is any late drama. An opportunity be a good win missed. for our broth as well because it is the 89th minute. They're down to 10 men, have been for a while, but are 1 0 up against Dunfermline. Oh. That's a good result. Great I mean, result. Imagine tipping them to win the league. I, t- I tipped them firmly to win that league <laughs> and our predictions at the start they have been atrocious oh year oh how you get things wrong at the start would Clyde beat Morecambe that's the question I wonder if he's happy for the day off by the way so imagine if Hibs had went there today white to four with them yeah. with all the attacking players that Hibs have got where do you go from last week's interview to this week's interview I wonder if he wasn't too bothered about that being off and he could just yeah. take another few days He'd for the furiously checking the Morecambe score at full time in that game <laughs> to see whether they'd won as well and he could say they're 200 times better Yeah, yeah, somebody Midway, would have happened with that after the, the, the one thing he can't duck now is Ibrooks midweek He's got to go there, Ross County play Rangers and then he'll have a, a big press conference to deal with After the seventh goal went in, Derek <laughs> Right, in case there's any late drama, we'll wrap this one up, Hugh. Okay. The second half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. (laughs) 
I have played alongside Andy Robertson and James Madison. I've been managed by Jack Ross and Tony Mowbray. I have won trophies with multiple teams in the Scottish top flight. I am Stephen Whitaker. Yes, you got there in the end at home. Gordon DL was quickest off the mark, but after the clues, the correct answers came steaming in. In third place, it was Matondo. In second place, Kyle B, 1872. And in first place, Alan Kirker. I've now got the Robertson one. I've jigsawed it together. Show and your work in Scotland. There we go. Two Madison, appearances. Madison, Norwich. Two appearances um, for Scotland together, yep. Jack and Mowbray managed Hibs. And he won trophies with Rangers and Hibs. There we go. Good logic. Well done. Well done. He is good at that. It's all about the jigsaw. Get the jigsaw. Oh, well, I was saying it would be a big win for our broth with 10 men. 91st minute, Craig Whiten has scored for Dunfermline. One all in that game. Is that the title charge back on for you, Mark? Yeah, sitting there for Jim McIntyre, my old teammate. I like Jim, but wanting for his first one there, I think. Lewis Palmer giving the sponsors man of the match inside Celtic Park two assists for him in that game. I think Palmer's been. You know, hit and miss sometimes He's definitely got bags of ability And he can light up the crowd But I think you were alluding to it the other week there, Daz There's some games that he's just anonymous So I think Celtic fans always want to see more from their players And I think he's certainly one that promises so much But a good afternoon from today Oh, he's definitely got terrific ability I think most of it showed at Celtic Park just now I think when you're in a sort of I watched him at Rugby Park I thought he was terrible I've got to say um, he's got so much in his locker Everybody knows he's got to come inside On his favourite right foot But it's very very hard to stop Because the lad's such a good good player But at Celtic Park He's a real real handful Yeah Brendan Rodgers has said You know they've spent a lot of time Trying to make him a bit more unpredictable Going on that outside as well mm. On that left foot We've seen a couple of assists From there as well But you just look at his record In the Scottish Premiership Today was his 14th game played That's not Having started them all, five goals, eight assists is yeah. a very good return. Oh, great return. No doubt about it. But like you're saying, he's technically brilliant. And you just want to see it all the time. But that's a problem with wingers. You know, fans and pundits like us see the ability and you want them to do it all the time. They obviously can't. If they did, they'd be at Real Madrid. But he's certainly got potential to light up this league week in, week out. Full time at Tynecastle, David Freels. Full time, Hearts 2, St Mirren now. The Hearts fans have been in great voice singing Christmas songs. have also been singing Bring On the High Bees ahead of Wednesday's Edinburgh Derby. And no wonder with Lauren Shankland in this form, the Scotland strikers now 16 goals for club and country this season. He's in the form of his life. Shankland second will definitely be a goal of the season contender, and it was a deserved win overall for Hearts, who are now clear in third place after beating rivals St Mirren. Hearts had the best of it early on, but limited to long range efforts before Shankland's opener in 33 minutes. St Mirren's Mark Ahara will want to see it again. He failed to clear a corner. Alec Cockton nipped in. Crossed the ball off for Shankland. He was unmarked at the back post and did the rest. Four minutes after the break, it was 2 0. Lawrence Shankland again with a wonder goal. Aidan Denham fizzed the ball into him at the edge of the box. Shankland did the rest. He took a touch with his right foot and then sent a left foot strike arrowing into the top corner. Zach Keming, a great goalkeeper. Two goalkeepers wouldn't have saved this. What a goal it was. It was well worth seeking out in the highlights later on. Shankland had more chances to complete his hat trick. Later on, Hemming made a really good save. Sub quality also threatened St. Mirren 
didn't do themselves justice. We did have a couple of chances. Alec Gogic's header was saved by Xander Clark. Thierry Small also had a shot hacked off the line. But it's all about Hearts. It's all about Long Shankland. They are full of confidence going into Wednesday's derby against Hibs. Full time, Hearts 2, St Mirren 0. It's also full time at Rugby Park, Fraser Wisher. This Kilmarnock 2, St Johnston 1. Kelly fans around me pretty happy, but it was a nervy end to the game because they were 2 up before the break. Watson and Watkins had put them ahead. It could have been more. Mrs. Johnston roared back into the game in the second 45. We'll probably feel that it could have grabbed the point after Nicky Clark had scored shortly coming on after uh, as, a, as a substitute. It's actually a decent game to watch given the difficult conditions. Wind, driving rain, Kelly two up at the break. Six minutes, young midfield player David Watson latched onto a loose ball and fired a 25-yard shot in off the post past Mitov with a great strike. 16 minutes, 2-0. Corey Daba got to the byline. He cut the ball back to Marley Watkins. Quick control and a really good finish by the striker low into the back of the net. 24 minutes, it really should have been 3-0 for Kilmarnock. Brad Lyons whipped the ball into the six-yard box, low and hard. And Captain Kyle Vassell somehow managed to put the ball over from two yards. It was a real sitter. St Johnson had a Kucheravi shot on target, needed to do better in the second 45. Next goal, going to be vital. Nicky Clark was thrown on for Dan Phillips. And within five minutes, he was immediately involved. Nicky Clark, Matt Smith swung a free kick in from the left. And Clark rose above everybody to head into the net at the front post. DR checked it, but the goal was given. It was now game on, 65 minutes. Meetoff miscontrolled a back pass. at ball ended up outside the box. Vassell nipped in to take it off. The St Johnson keeper and Mitov brought him down but a yellow card from John Beaton was correct his touch was towards the corner fly but Kelly fans thought it should have been a red but Kelly had lost momentum, fans were coming agitated wasn't held when Nicky Clark tested Will Dennis, keeper saved well from the striker's shot and then Clark, the low cross on the right hand side made it way, his way to the back post with Tony Gallagher, very similar to Vassell's miss he somehow managed to put the ball wide when he couldn't get the ball on target, three, six yards out, Dennis then kept his team in front with a really good save, diving high to his left from a Smith ball a nervy end for the Kelly fans but the team saw the game out, Jason Brown was James Brown sorry, was almost put into his own goal for St Johnston when the ball looped off him and it looped over the goalkeeper but onto the top of the net, Kelly climbed to fourth St Mirren away in Dundee here in the next seven days they could go into 2024 in really good shape full time Rugby Park Kilmarnock 2 St Johnston 1 and it's full time at Celtic Park as well Roger Hanna Celtic 2 Livingston now it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas in these parts again Andrew just seven days after dear old Santa Claus was booed off all the festive cheer has been restored around Celtic Park. The Hoops are five points clear again at the top of the Premiership table. They didn't get all their wishes granted in a goalless first half here against Livy, but they delivered gifts for their fans, including the returning Green Brigade after the break. Kyogo Furuhashi broke the deadlock just a minute after the break, and Liam Scales headed his first goal of the season five minutes later to seal the point, and suddenly the unity demanded by Brendan Rodgers has returned to Celtic Park. Kyogo and Lewis Palmer, man of the match, set up both those Celtic goals they went close in the early stages Days in Maida and Matt O'Reilly may also have scored in the first half Cameron Carter Vickers went close with a fierce shot that struck Tom Parks on the head leaving the Livingston defender dazed and had to be substituted with a nasty head knock Livy claimed a spot kick and added time at the end of the first half from the alleged handball in the hoops box that was waved away by referee Matthew McDermott and the VAR as well but David Martindale's men now still five points adrift at the bottom after Celtic took charge in the second half Kyogo a tap in at the back post from Palmer's cross 
just moments after the restart for his first goal in eight games. It was only his second league goal in over two months. But Celtic responded with a second five minutes later. Palmer's corner on the left. A glancing header at the near post by Scales. Drifting in at the far post. Livy keeper Jack Hamilton busy in the last half hour. A number of saves. The best probably for McCarter Vickers header. But two goals. Enough for three points. And a five point gap for Celtic. Some will tell you Brendan Rodgers is going through the motions and coasting. Well, he's coasted to three points today and his Christmas dinner will taste all the better. Celtic 2, Livingston 0. And now it is over to you at home. 01419511025. Let's hear from you. What did you make of today's action? Celtic fans, what did you make of that 2-0 win over Livingston? Are you happy with what you saw? Hearts fans, you must be delighted as well. A good 2-0 win over St Mirren. But buddy supporters, it is a defeat as well. How do you feel about how things are going for your team at the moment? Kilmarnock fans will be absolutely delighted as well. Another win, another win at home up to fourth place I'm sure you've got something to say about that game today and a big one tomorrow maybe you want to preview that Motherwell against Rangers that Christmas Eve clash 0141 951 1025 and you could be up next After the action it's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Today's festive fixtures are over and it is now over to you at home 01419511025 Maybe you are making your way home from one of the games today You've got something to get off your chest whether you are happy or not with your team's performance Celtic winning 2-0 against Livingston Hearts winning 2-0 against St Mirren and a 2-1 win for Kilmarnock over St Johnston Hugh how do you reflect on what we've seen so far today well let's start at the top of the league Uh, Celtic as I said at the start it was non-negotiable for them they had to win nothing else was acceptable Uh, the goal this first half you began to wonder if there might be trouble in store but uh, two quick goals from Kyogo and Liam Scales settled everything Uh, 2-0 against the bottom team in the league is satisfactory in respect of the fact that you increased the lead to five points over Rangers. Is it satisfactory for a support who are looking for more out of the team? Only they can tell us here. With regard to Hearts, they beat Celtic 2-0, they beat St Mirren 2-0, the fans are saying bring on the high Bs, and that will come on Wednesday, and Hearts go into that one in good shape. And Kelly continue to rise up the league table and St Johnston remain in the dogfight down below. 01419511025 is the number you need to get in touch. Maybe you're on your way to a wee Christmas night out and you just fancy a chat about the football before it. Get in touch. 01419511025. You can tweet us at Clyde SSB, but we always prefer hearing from you on the phone. So 01419511025. When it is such a busy period. Mark Wilson it's so important just to get those three points Celtic were dominant in the game coming up against bottom of the table you'd expect them to be but Brendan Rodgers you would assume will be very happy with what he saw today yeah I think he'll be happy with what he saw today I think even in the first half although they didn't score I I thought you know the intensity was much higher they created opportunities when you look at the stats at the end of the game you know over 70% possession of the ball which you would expect at home against Livingston but you have to create chances 22 efforts in goal probably disappointing thing only 7 of them in target we heard about you know the goalkeeper Jack Hamlin making a couple of saves Celtic certainly could have added 
to their two goals today. But I think he'll be pleased with how they, they play. We'll hear from him probably before the end of the show. I think the Celtic fans will be happy. Much more like themselves this afternoon. And it's exactly what you need when you, you go Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday for one of the biggest games of the season. And even more so when Rangers are playing tomorrow, mm. 12 o'clock kickoff, that is at Fur Park. Important for Celtic to get those points on the board, especially when it has got a lot tighter up there at the top of the table. Not only that, important for Celtic because of the way things have been going. We've been inundated with calls, even calling for the, the Celtic manager's head for him to be replaced. But I always thought that there's no need to panic. I think Celtic have still got a terrific squad. Yes, there's an important couple of games coming up. Dundee, Rangers next week, and then into January window. Timing. It was all about timing today. They went in 0 0. I think the Celtic fans, according to Roger at the game, were still quite happy the way they were playing. But they had to get that first goal, Andrew. They really had to get that. And they got it very quickly at half time. Took a bit of that, you know, maybe a bit, a wee bit of pressure off them because if they went another 10, 15, 20 minutes, I think fans would have got restless. But they were comfortable. They created a lot of chances. They ran out um, worthy winners. It's a good result. For Kyogo as well, getting that goal hadn't, I think, first goal in eight games for Kyogo. Celtic fans have come on and said that he's maybe not put in the performances they've seen from him previously, that he's being utilised differently under Brendan Rodgers than he had been under Ange Postacoglu. Strikers thrive on goals. They talk about momentum and you know putting runs together. The fact that he's managed to get a goal now Celtic fans will yeah. hope that that can lead to a successful week for him with Dundee away on Boxing Day and then of course the big one next Saturday Well Celtic have relied heavily on Kyogo for the past couple of seasons um, but he had some help within that time he had Jacques Marcus when he, he was, wasn't was playing through injury or he was just off the boil who would pitch in and get goals in his place I don't think he's got that just now I know O has added a few when he's he's been in there but I don't think he's got that consistency also it's, it really is on Kyogo's shoulders at the minute and look he'll be like everybody else he'll feel the pressure when he isn't scoring man to my left here will know all about that when you go a run a games and you don't score then the spotlight is on you but it's, a lot of it's been aimed at the manager about the way he's been utilised but I think the player will know himself that he hasn't been at the level he has been in the last couple of seasons but a goal today will help him get into Dundee and then like we said the most important game if he pops up with a couple of goals in then a lot of the, the goal drought in the last eight games forgot about because Brendan Rodgers has changed things around he's played Kyo and ha- uh, played O sorry and had Kyogo on the bench he's played the two of them yeah. together at times with Kyogo in behind O but Kyogo will be hoping that he can start every single game because that was really the the position he was in previously under Ange Postacoglu well, he was scoring was goals well he's an, a number one striker but that was on merit because he filled that six yard box his time was brilliant but he relies on others to create the chances now Maeda back in the side and Palma the other side they are definitely going to create chances for him if he keeps putting himself in the right positions like he did the last couple of years he will get goals but I think Celtic having the wide guys coming back for injury and I wonder how far Abad is and obviously Hatati to that will help the front man score more goals no doubt about it and in the wide areas I mean Celtic's recruitment in general has been criticised but another two assists for Lewis Palma today five goals eight assists just in the league this season it, it is a good return he's maybe not had the consistent performances that Jota had in previous seasons but 
he is new to the country in a new league and he is putting up numbers as well which will please Brendan Rodgers he is the one positive from the summer intake of signings the 10 players who are brought in 9 are failures and Palmer is the only one uh, who has done what was required of him I, I, he, for me he was attempting a shot at goal which was going narrowly wide until Kyogo put it into the net but he was still the last man so it's his assist and the corner kick taken by Palmer headed by Liam Scales who is the fans favourite uh, you know of, of those who did not go he could have been back at Aberdeen but for an injury crisis at the start of the season but he's now very much an important player for Celtic Liam Scales That'll help his stock as well Because Celtic fans have been impressed with him There are players like Gustav Lagerbielka Mike Navrotsky mm. A lot of money spent on them Can't even get on the bench Liam Scales starting again today Clean sheet today Goal today as well He's been he's been excellent I've got to say Even when I looked at Celtic In the last two, three games That they come in for a bit of criticism The way they played Scales has always been outstanding for me um, I think that just now And quite rightly so You look at uh, Cameron Carter Vickers And Scale, Scales Is the number one pairing at centre back And he's certainly proven his worth uh, Getting a goal today as well Really gives him so much confidence The guy has been sensational Since he came into that team 01419511025 Celtic fans What did you make of that performance today? What are you thinking Ahead of a big Big week Maybe you're at the game And want to Tell us all about it 01419511025 Willie is a Rangers fan Who wants to look ahead To tomorrow Willie What are you thinking about The visit to Fur Park? Well as I was saying You're the producer there I mean I've not been on for a while How are you doing? I hope you have a nice Christmas You, you too Willie <clears throat> What was I going to say? I, as I said the last time uh, I, I wasn't able to go to Fur Park but uh, me and a few of the boys watched it doing it the juniors, you know, where we stay in Cumnock. And uh, obviously it was an early, it was an early shift, you know, it was a half-twelve kick-off. Mother should have beat us that day. I mean, I didn't get him for the back of 12 to well after half past ten at night and I was like a buzz ball. I'm not going to tell you any lies. But we really struggled that day. Okay, it was Michael Beale's team, you know. It was a different setup and all the rest of it, but... As I say, Philip Clement, it certainly looks as if he has a true manager. I mean, Gordon will know what I'm talking about. Uh, he can organise players. Death will actually get man in the match, never they? Right? I mean, who would ever have saw that? You know? Uh, and as I say, Michael Beale, for all he a lot of stick, he, did, he, he could spot a player. I mean, between Cantwell and Raskin that he signed, you know, at the tail end uh, of last year, <coughs> excuse me, at the start of this year, you know, uh, you could see there were players And this Deathers, who knows I mean, he could be the player that Michael Gill thought he was Because he did have a good record in Europe You know, for any of the teams he was on loan And he was a goal scorer well, I'll, put, I'll put that to the guys Because Rangers obviously have their injury issues In Michael, that area of the park Do you think Cyril Deathers is at a point now Where he can maybe show Rangers fans What he's really made of There have been improved performances of late I look back at the game against St Johnston midweek He took his goal well uh, He was brought down for the penalty uh, His movement was clearly troubling for St Johnston He's a classic example of Michael Beale bringing in players who were laughed at While Michael Beale was still there Because Michael Beale couldn't get a tune out of them And that's why Rangers sacked him But Clement comes in and makes them better uh, Danilo is very unfortunate, long term injury 
Dessers is getting better Under Philippe Clomp And the others will too And that's why I think Rangers will be Fine at Motherwell tomorrow Clamont is undefeated He Clearly knows what he's doing And uh, You know He will understand After Celtic's win today That there cannot be any slip ups And I think Rangers will win at Motherwell tomorrow But He is doing with players like Dessers What Michael Beale could not do Even though Beale was the one who brought them in Is he looking better For you in recent weeks? Yeah You've got to say And I think it's all down to the fact that He's stamped again amongst the goals When you wear that number 9 jersey at Rangers You're judged on your goal scoring performances um, He's starting to get there He's starting to get any good positions I think Hugh, I watched him the other night there He gets his goal He's brought down for a penalty uh, He's working harder He seems to be And remember he came off the bench I know it was after what 15, 16, 17 minutes Whatever it may be um, But I think he's starting to grow On a lot of Rangers supporters is he the finished article just now? I would say no. But is the problem that he's, he's going at the right direction for me? Be the finished article. No, I'm talking about finished article for uh, Rangers, Rangers fans. Okay. I think I think he's starting to go in the right direction, and if he can keep up his performances, he keep up putting the ball in the back of net, then you never know where he goes from here. Um, and as I say, I was I was very surprised. We can all call it week by week when we see him. He didn't get off to a great start with Rangers. But he's now starting to score goals, brings confidence, and it's up to him now to just show Rangers fans he was worth the money they paid for him. Because he is going to have to really step up this week. In particular, Rangers have a very busy schedule. They've got a game tomorrow, they've got a game on Wednesday night, and then, of course, go to Celtic Park on Saturday. He is really the only recognised senior striker they've got going into those well, games. Well, let's be honest. It's through necessity that Clement's playing him. If he had Daniel and he had Roof, I don't think Dessers would be getting a look in. However, what you have to say is all he can do is keep scoring goals. Now, I think there's a long way to go. He's overall plays, all round game, a long way to go. I think he looks cumbersome at times. I think he gives a ball away uh, a lot. His link up play isn't great. But the one thing he's he's got is when he's getting chances, he's managing to find a way of putting them in the net. And look, we've chatted about Kyogo there, that people start picking at you when you don't score goals as a striker even if your all-round play is good it's the opposite if your all-round play isn't great but you're putting the ball in the back of the net then people will give you a pass and I think Dessers is at that period just now but that's like, four, four goals in his last six games is a, yeah. is a good return it's for a great return a great return for any striker and you know and Rangers and Celtic strikers should have those kind of numbers they, they really should but it is a big week for them because it will Fall on his shoulders to lead the line because there is no one else. But it, listen, I could not foresee him leading the line against Celtic in the game coming up to New Year eight weeks ago. I thought he would have been well done the pecking order, but because of injuries, he's found himself in there and he's doing okay. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Celtic fans still looking to hear what you made of that performance against Livingston today. But we'll stick with the serial Dessers chat because Scott is a Rangers fan. On the line, what are you thinking about Cyril Dessers leading the line for Rangers at the moment, his recent performances, Scott? Uh, to be honest, good evening, panel. Just want to make a quick point on, obviously, Dessers. Uh, I see Dessers as very relatable to Morelos. Morelos came in, he had a bit of a dry spell at the start, uh, and then turned into something absolutely magical, and everybody loved him. 
I definitely have never hot head, but uh, there was a bit of talk in the show a couple of weeks ago about how Philip Clement sat down with Dessers on the plane to Spain on the way to Betis, the Betis game. And ever since that, there's been an absolute change in that man. But I remember when Morelos first came in, that Gerard sat down with Morelos and went through the motions. I can just see history repeating itself with Dessers with a bit of luck. I think uh, Morelos is an infinitely better player than Dessers. He came to Rangers, uh, became the top goalscorer in European football at Rangers and then blew his own career away because of um, attitude problems. Um, but he was a better player than Dessers. Uh, Dessers is working very hard to do what his manager tells him to do and he is a better player than he was under Michael Beale. But he's no, he's no Morelos at his peak. Is that maybe part of the difference, Scott, is that Cyril Dessers has come in at an age where he's played a lot of football, he's played European football, he maybe should be more polished than Alfredo Morelos was when he first came in, he'd only had you know, one or two seasons playing in Finland at that point? To be honest, uh, I listen to this show, majority nights it's on, and it's phone call after phone call about Dessers. I think... I think people need to go off the boys' back, to be honest. I think sometimes the pressure gets to the players. And obviously I take Roger... Uh, I think it's Mark I'm speaking to. I take Mark's point that obviously Dessers... Morelos is a far better player than Dessers, but I think Dessers will get there. Under Philip Clement, Dessers, I believe, will get there. I'm not denying that he'll get there, but he's no Morelos. Uh, you know, people always feel they must make comparisons. Morelos at his peak was a better player. Morelos's fault was that he didn't have the discipline. Um, but I made the point over and over again: the difference between Michael Beale and uh, Philippe Clement is that Clement is getting out of players what Michael Beale could not, and that's why Michael Beale is the ex-manager of Rangers, and why Clement is the current manager of Rangers. Well, I, I, sorry, I was going to say, no. Andrew, I agree with you on this one. I, I agree with you. He's, he's no Morelos. Morelos is a better player. I agree with yourself, though. I think the age that he's landed at Rangers, the, there is an expectation that you're getting something closer to the finished article, but also with Scott as well, that you know fans want instant success, and sometimes you need to give a player a bit of time. I get when you're a striker at Rangers or Celtic, that's the price on the ticket that you have to be able to deal with the pressure. But it certainly doesn't help a lot of players And sometimes players just adjust differently And as long as he's scoring goals And the pressure sort of alleviates a wee bit as he goes well, Thank you to Scott We'll start hearing from some of the managers From today's game soon And we want to hear from you as well Celtic fans, I'm sure you're out there You were at the game today 2-0 win over Livingston What were your thoughts on it? 01419511025 The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Yes, let's hear from you 01419511025 I'm sure you've got some opinions On today's festive fixture card Yes, the weather did wipe out a couple of Premiership matches Dundee against Aberdeen 
was off I'm sure we've not heard the last of that as well Dundee not happy with the protocol and how that one ended up being postponed Ross County against Hibs was off as well because of a waterlogged pitch but out of the Premiership games that went ahead Celtic 2-0 winners over Livingston Hearts 2-0 winners over St Mirren and Kilmarnock with a 2-1 win over St Johnson there was a late kickoff down the divisions as well and what about this for a scoreline Cove Rangers 7 Edinburgh City 2 and I know Edinburgh City have had issues with unpaid wages and some players leaving but Cove Rangers really turning it on towards the end of the game 86th, 89th, 91st minute to go from 4-2 to 7-2 winners No wonder they tried so hard to get it on and had a late kick-off and uh, now Edinburgh City with that long journey back down the road and they're rubbish as well Yeah, they'd asked for some volunteers as well to help clear the snow off the pitch I'm bet they're glad that they got the help to do that Let's go back to the phones though Gary is a Celtic fan in Blantyre Gary are you happy with that performance today? I'm sorry I don't even know who's on the show because I came out of the car literally and uh, phoned anyway in the ad break so whoever's there all the best for the festive season um, and uh, nice, I hope you're all nice and dry in that studio because it wasn't nice and dry at Celtic Park Thank you Gary um, uh, yeah, so, uh, well, before, I, before I go into my point can I just make a shout out to the Manny CSC who are on their Christmas function tonight uh, I'm just heading back to the game to, to, to have a wee a wee night out with the guys um, A wee singer coming on And a, an up and coming comedian Here a wee turn Anyway the game um, The game was uh, Frustrating first half It was a normal um, 11 men behind the ball um, Not really many openings I don't think But Yeah I think Like Mark said Definitely the intensity Was a bit a bit more A bit better than last week um, And then I think that um, Yeah the second half Good to get that early goal And it was, we were in control of the match For the start But yeah, it was just one of the days it was like, is this gonna is this gonna come? Is it not gonna come? But yeah, Kyogo turning up and yeah, I had forty quid and Kyogo he scored the first goal as well, so that was another good another good one. Go. Please gamble responsibly out there, but it's a nice nice win for Gary. Some night out that'll be. Uh, <laughs> Gary, Gary the, the question for you simply from me would be was it enough to satisfy you that after two defeats in a row, the team is back and looking like itself and is good enough to get a point or three points at Dundee and go into the Rangers game in the right frame of mind Stuart sure, I think what you need to remember is that the way that um, teams play against Celtic so um, I didn't know so much Hearts last week because that was just a really bad day but um, we're not going to play the same team that we, uh, against Rangers we play against Livingston's and your mother was at coming Celtic Park Rangers will come at us and they'll leave gaps um, so it's going to be a totally different game against Rangers so I'm not concerned in the slightest um, we'll turn up uh, when it comes to when it comes to Rangers and uh, if we do turn up then like I say they'll they, they leave gaps um, that we can exploit it's not going to be 11 men behind the ball uh, playing against Rangers so uh, I'm, I'm comfortable getting to the next kind of few games over the first, the first period uh, and quite quite confident so just how important was the, the timing of the first goal in particular today? As you say, you were a bit frustrated with the first yeah. half performance. The fans would have been expecting a higher tempo, you know, just a bit more in the in the second half and scoring so early in the second half. Did that give just the stadium a real lift? It did. It actually kind of, I mean, it's something, it poisoned the first half, it felt a wee bit like um, people were losing patience um, and they were a wee bit kind of moaning and groaning when there's some free passes. So that coming out in the first half and pretty much straight away, uh, sorry, in the second half and straight away scoring the goal. Just, yeah, it, it kind of uh, got people kind of just calmed down a wee bit and then, yeah, the, the second one straight after it pretty much or soon after it. Yeah, it was it was, it was needed just to kind of appease the fans and just kind of 
get them off the players' backs because at some t- at some points in the first half it did seem as though there was I mean the odd straight pass with uh, Greg Taylor um, scales the dodge slack pass in the first half but like I say it's it's hard to play against it and we, we come up against it every week at, um, especially at Celtic Park where we've got 11 men to, to try and get behind but with the squad we've got and the budget we've got we should be able to do that within 90 minutes at some point and that, yeah the day we um, good ball in for Palmer and a good fit of Kyogo doing what he should be doing in that six yard box that's where he scores his goals Gary no surprise eyewitness account Green Brigade better atmosphere or what? yeah I was sat right next to him um, Shoup and there's, there's no denying um, I mean I, I, I'm a fan of the atmosphere they bring um, I sometimes wish they would kind of just follow the protocols that the rest of the fans need to follow but um, there's no denying that they, they bring that, that extra bit to the to, to the party um, and there's Celtic Park's a better place with them when without them but yeah if they can just kind of ease up on the, the fines that they bring the club then it'd be, it'd be all the better Just in terms of you know the atmosphere and the noise they bring how important do you feel it was that Celtic got the Green Brigade back in for this weekend when their next home game is Rangers next well, week did you think uh, it was vital just in terms of you know the atmosphere with it only being Celtic fans in there that they were back in for it. Well, of course, it's important for any club to be united. You know, particularly when you've got your biggest game of the season coming up, and when there's any f- fractions within a club, opposition can always look to exploit that and use it to their advantage. Now, there's no doubt the the Green Brigade um, do add noise, they do add colour. Over the years, um, they've been magnificent at times. But I think Gary sums up. Uh, perfectly well there that they add atmosphere noise colour but they just have to toe the line like the rest of the fans and having them in will certainly help the players um, no doubt about it because I, like I've been there before the Green Brigade formed and Celtic Park as much as the atmosphere was fantastic European nights yeah at home games running the mill games like your Livingston's at home it can be quiet and players themselves should be good enough to get themselves out of that hole but when they're not that's when the fans really step up and there's no doubt about it the, the players would have enjoyed having them back but just need to toe the line with the rules Just in terms of the conditions today Roger mm. was talking about the wind and the rain swirling round Luis Palma I think at one point had put the ball in the corner spot and the wind was blowing it away it's maybe conditions like that when a team aren't at their best having you know previous performances as well that people might be a bit pessimistic going into it but it will go down as a job well done yeah I think it's a job well done uh, you can look to the conditions you can look to the fact I do agree with Gary and the, call, uh, the phone there's talking about you know Livingston come in park the bus try and make it difficult try and frustrate uh, they got to half time uh, unfortunately for Livingston Celtic come out second half got that it was just the timing of the goal it was a well deserved win um, it goes hand in hand with a clean sheet it goes with the fact that that most people will be as Mark said they're touched on the Green Brigade coming back not because they're the you know they're the life and soul of the club but they play such a big part in the atmosphere and players respond to atmosphere and especially next week when they play Rangers it's got to be a, a different game so I think Brendan Rodgers will be really satisfied with his afternoon's work Let's start hearing from some of the managers from today starting with David Martindale Naive but again I'll caveat that with and I, I think it's important but I don't like talking about it is you're looking at a standard of player do you know what I mean so I think I'll caveat that with I think Palmer's had a fantastic start to his career at Celtic, but we don't do the basics right. But the ball in the box, Big Luigi's got to do better. 
he's got to do better. It's, it's no great movement. It's no great the movements here, but I think I could defend it, and I'm being genuinely serious here. So a wee bit naivety, no playing at this level. Um, a wee bit of naivety and a wee bit of ability, if I'm honest. I mean, your manager's saying that about you that that I could have. Defended it. Is it isn't great generally, but does it make it does it make it slightly worse when it's you know maybe David Martindale who didn't play at a high level himself was of oh. course from by all accounts was was a good footballer as a as a young guy but never played at the, at the top level. He's telling one of his central defenders that he could have defended <laughs> the first goal better than that. I don't think you want to hear that as a player. A wee bit ability, a wee bit. I could have defended it better. No, certainly not. The pep talk that you want. Um, like Dave Martindale's right. When Livingston go to Celtic Park, the, the standard, the gap between both sides, budget, standard of player is enormous. So for them to get anything there, you need an awful lot to go wrong in Celtic's way, and you need an awful lot to go right in Livingston's way. And it, it just didn't sound like that was ever going to be the case today. David Martindale just has to brush himself down and go on to the next one with his players but they're really struggling at the minute. I think it's said for emphasis. He doesn't really and truly believe that he could have done he, any he, better. He, he actually said in the clip that he truly believed he, would, he sort of doubled down on it when he said it, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, nah. <laughs> It's not a great... He'll be playing next time. Davey in there uh, alongside Kyogo. Uh, I don't think so. Managers need media studies. That's what they need. So that the Derek... Adams of this world and we Davey there uh, don't walk into a trap those are the frustrations for a team like Livingston when they go to Celtic Park David Martindale talked about the basics and that that's essentially the bare minimum isn't it as long as the players go there and do the basics it's a good starting point the frustration comes when the players don't do that and managers see goals that they feel are very avoidable rather than being cut apart by brilliant players yeah I think that's important especially for Livingston who are really really struggling you go to Celtic Park and you're thinking right the one thing we can't do is give away cheap goals and according to David uh, he obviously gave away a cheap goal there but um, they go with go with a game plan they make it very difficult I don't think and as much as Celtic have not been hitting the heights I don't think anybody would have fancied Livingston today the only thing I'm a bit surprised about I've got to be honest if I was pushed into it at 3 o'clock I was probably going to say that Celtic had more goals in them well, there is a late English game as well. Liverpool Arsenal. That's a good half five kickoff. Arsenal have just taken an early lead in that one. Let's hear from more of the managers. This side of the border, though, St Johnston losing 2 1 to Kilmarnock at Rugby Park. Craig Levine speaking here. I don't know what happened. I mean, we've not started any games since I've been here in that manner. And, you know, I, I suppose I also have to say that, you know, as much as we were, we were off it. Kelly started really well, you know, two goals down, they missed a, another chance to go three down before we turned up. And then when we turned up, I was happy, I thought the end of the first half was good, the last 25 minutes, and then the second half I thought, yeah, we had more dominance in the match than Kelly did. Um, and I was pleased with the performance, but you're snookering yourself a bit, giving away two, two goals early on. It's never good when a manager opens with I don't know what happened. He <laughs> <laughs> also sounds so morose. You know, uh, he had a bright start and now some chickens are coming home to roost. He'd better be careful because he's not that far away from trouble. Um, I mean, it's their first loss in four. They've had a, a good record 
since then beating St Mirren and Hibs draw with Motherwell who of course aren't on a great run but I mean first they defeat they lost the radio this yeah. week there were two defeats in Apologies, four days Apologies yeah, yeah sorry I was looking at the, the loss in the column there as today's loss yeah, it seems, right. it seems in a five. lot calmer place this time around in management than he was first time around mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't think about hear many press conferences after a game where he was that calm I don't know what happened but I was quite happy after a, a defeat but I think he's got to take things into perspective he's going to wait to Kilmarnock who are now sitting in fourth place in the table had a good season he came into a St Johnson team that we were all in this studio and David Freel as well saying that they had no hope really because it looked that way he's managed to turn the tide a bit but Hugh's right big game's coming up he's got two points more than Motherwell and Motherwell haven't won any of the last 14 games and Motherwell now have a game in hand over St Johnston so I repeat he started quite brightly but he's now that's back not the, the point situation isn't Craig Levine's problem though I think I think will be if he gets relegated yeah but I'm th- in the small sample size we've had Craig Levine's record has actually been alright compared to teams at the at the bottom end of the table so the, comparing you know him and Motherwell is more a reflection on the previous manager rather than Craig Levine I, I fully understand that but he has been left to clean up the mess that's why he's there and they're they are not by any stretch of the imagination out of the woods they're still I, in the woods I agree with you Hugh I know what you're saying but what I've seen so far of the organisation the way Craig Levine's going about his business depends what they've got in January I know they don't have a lot of money up there can he add one or two players can he just bring some experience in to help him I think what I would say so far is St Johnson have got a far better chance of staying in this league with Craig Levine in charge just now well, before the break, let's quickly hear from Robert, a Rangers fan in Knightswood. How are you feeling ahead of tomorrow's game against Motherwell? How you doing, guys? Good evening. Hello. Hi there. Uh, um, I was saying to uh, your pal there, offline, I think that um, whenever Rangers, or even Celtic for that matter, go to places like Fur Park, I think Motherwell are like 14. Uh, it's not won a game. doesn't matter. does not matter at all. It's a cup final. Going to Fur Park is tight. It's wet. It's got to be windy. I think Rangers uh, will be up against it tomorrow. Uh, Murrowell will, will raise their game, and that's that's a fact um, tomorrow. I also think um, I was mentioning about Rangers having fit strikers going into the old firm game. I watched a bit I'll take the first point, Robert, and then we'll come back to you just about Motherwell because they haven't won in 14. But interestingly, no. when you look in that run, they've played Rangers once in that run. It was a narrow 1-0 defeat. They've played Celtic twice, a narrow 2-1 defeat and then a one all draw as well. So when they have played the bigger sides, they have actually shown up a bit better than they have against the rest of the league generally. Yeah, I think Robert belongs to that group of supporters who get anxious in advance because it's getting very tight now. Uh, If Rangers win tomorrow, it's back to the two-point gap and the two teams will play each other next Saturday. Uh, so yeah you, you can bring up all these things and, and you can you know the Celtic game there was a a belated epic when Motherwell got it back to one all and you thought Celtic have dropped two points and then Matt O'Reilly turned up a minute later with the winner I do understand all of what has gone before however at the end of the day the wind and the rain will affect the Motherwell players the same as the Rangers players and the Rangers have better players and they have come out and they have an unbeaten record and they have to start the day as favourites. I would love to hear a case for Motherwell being favourites tomorrow. Robert, what was your other point? 
The point was, um, I actually came on this show a wee while ago saying I thought Cyril Dessers would come good um, when he first came, when he was getting all the pelters. I still don't think the guy's firing on all cylinders, but I, I think he's getting there, to be honest with you. I, I see improvements, I see, especially doing a bit of penalty box, he tends to slow down, he buys himself thinking time, he tends to pick the right finish. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that he nutmegs a goalkeeper a lot of the time, that takes a, a good bit of skill as well. Um, but going, going into the old firm game, I also said I think Lammers will come good, and I still stand by that as well. But Rangers could start with Cyril the Squirrel up front against Celtic, to be honest with you, and I think we'd still beat them. Celtic are a bad lot now. I watched a wee bit of the game of day. I watched the two goals that they scored. Uh, a mishit shot, a tap-in, and then the header, which was maybe a flick on the back post that were in. Celtic were very lucky today, and they couldn't break Livingston down. And Livingston are a bad, bad lot just now. So I don't have any qualms at all going to Celtic Park next week. But, you, but, but you've just told us that a team haven't won a game in 14 are... Giving you some concern uh, It's different isn't it When you go to an old firm game Old firm games it's Both teams are going at it Whenever it's a, a smaller club Playing against old firm Then they raise it But us going to Celtic Park That's that's totally different For, for going to For part in my opinion I'm not familiar with Cyril the Squirrel's work So I don't know how to make a comparison <laughs> But uh, uh, Dessers You know Wonderful goal against Real Betis uh, Good goal against Johnston midweek Brought down for the penalty He's beginning to become more of a handful than he was at the beginning when he wasn't even getting on the park, never mind being a handful. So, you know, for me, the midweek games, Rangers at home to Ross County, Celtic away to Dundee, they are very important. Celtic have a much harder task in front of them than the Rangers do at home to the team who are 100 times worse than Morecambe. Uh, and then we'll see what happens at Celtic Park a week today But Dessers will be in the Rangers team Because he deserves to be Well thank you to Robert Still time to get involved 01419511025 And we'll hear from more managers next as well After they play You have your say 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard The festive fixtures for today are over but there is still one game before Christmas it is Motherwell against Rangers tomorrow at midday Celtic 2-0 winners over Livingston today Hearts 2-0 winners over St Mirren Kilmarnock 2-1 winners over St Johnston let's hear from some managers on strikers shall we starting with Brendan Rodgers talking about Kyogo yeah I think he's I think he's three goals short of where he was last season so um, but, uh, but for me it's more important for the team that the team needs it but clearly strikers attacking players it's their job to create and score goals so I think you've seen the relief in his face he was happy to score and that was a good finish because he's read it well cross come shot and uh, it was nice for him to get the goal because he had some other opportunities that didn't just quite drop for him so um, but from a team perspective it's as he said it what we needed It was interesting he brought up the Kyogo celebration because you could see the joy etched on his face he Knows it's been a while He knows that he's not the goal scorer he was last season But as Brendan Rodgers said He's only three behind where he was at this time last year But his elation was very evident That that was interesting I think Brendan Rodgers knew exactly what he was doing there You know, taking some of the heat off the player Maybe even himself a bit 
how Kyogo's been utilised to just face criticism hasn't yeah. he for sort of taking him away from the 18 the yard box at just, times getting him yeah. to drop deeper just putting out there that he's only three goals behind because I think a lot of the time when a, a noise surrounds a player there'll be some people that wouldn't have even known that wouldn't have even looked into that and thought he was miles away from where he was last season so Brendan Rodgers been very clever there just to drop that in and depending on what kind of week he's got in store for him away to Dundee and then at home to Rangers next week he could find himself level pegging and where's the argument then that he's not performing like but he was last season but it's an season? individual thing Mark is you see Kyogo's face today when he puts the ball in the back in it he's absolutely delighted to get back into that goal scoring form he's a, he's a terrific player um, I know that people sometimes look and think why is Brendan Rodgers trying to change the way he plays coming deep and getting involved with the play that's not his strength for me but the one thing about him all, all strikers will go through a few games without scoring and you think you may lose your confidence but the next one's the most important they got that today so he'll probably hit the ground running again Would you expect him to play from the start on Boxing Day or do you think with a big week ahead that Brendan Rodgers maybe makes a few changes to the starting lineup? I think you've got to play him I think if he's back in the, the score sheet and he's giving you that energy like he did today I think that's that's what he brings the team even when he's not scoring and I think you saw that again today then you play him he's the one that makes it on and behind now Brendan Rodgers when he brought Owen he highlighted when O scored his, his second goal um, a couple of weeks ago it shows you he can run in behind and that was a point he was trying to make as well but he's nowhere near as good as Kyogo so no doubt in my mind Kyogo will start the game and if it's going well he will come off if it's not then he'll stay on until until they get the three points Let's hear what Brendan Rodgers just thought of the performance in general Listen, it was a very good win. It was obviously been a tough week in the back of the, the two league results that we've had. Naturally, when you're a Celtic player or coach, it's it's not what you want. But uh, but today, I thought was the players were excellent. Um, right from the first whistle, the the tempo in the game was was really good. We could control the game, uh, created lots of opportunities, and probably the players didn't get what they deserved out of the game, which was a probably a higher scoreline. So, uh, but no, some really good. Moments in the game, and uh, yeah, delighted with that that performance and uh, and win. Yeah, anything today that was not a negative was going to be fine for Celtic. So they have to go to Dens Park, and of course Kyogo will have to start because if you don't get all three points at Dens Park, you put yourself under immense pressure against Rangers, who will get full points against Ross County at Ibrox. So. Uh, Brendan Rodgers entitled to be satisfied but knowing that there's bigger and harder tasks ahead George is a Celtic fan in Bathgate are you as delighted as Brendan Rodgers was with that today? Hi, hello Hi hello. George Hi there um, I, uh, Listen, I'm first time caller a wee bit nervous here and that but um, we'll carry on and that. I keep listening to uh, Rangers fans going on about injuries and that but my point of view is the Celtics had more than a fair share of injuries to very key players in, uh, in this um, campaign and that. And um, we had that and Crickers and Nevada and that. And I don't think um, Diogo has played as well because the day boys are missing. So I'd just like to think, I uh, wonder what the panel think about that. Injuries think- will have no part to play. You know, you, 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 really, you really have to concentrate, focus 
on who is playing. But I think George is just talking generally about you know Celtic's form. He feels that there's been focus on the players Rangers haven't had available. You look at the players that have been on the injury table for Celtic, you would expect, with the way Celtic's midfield is looking, that Real Hitati would have been starting almost every single game. Dyson yep. Maida, you look at that right wing spot, you, he would have started I, I as well. I have to disagree. Injuries will always play a part in a title race. And I think... Especially when it's key players And I mean Rangers on that as well You know, if, if Rangers had their full squad ahead of them uh, And so did Celtic uh, And so have Celtic coming up to this game Then you've got a better contest And I'm sure Philip Clement would agree That would have a better chance of winning at Celtic Park And I'm sure Brendan Rodgers would say the same So injuries is always key And Celtic have been missing Abada They have been missing Hitati One, their main creator Second one, arguably their best midfielder. But they, but they went to Ibrox earlier in September the third, and they had been in terrible bother because of injuries, and they won one nothing at Ibrox, contributing to Michael Beale getting the sack because he couldn't even handle that properly. So, but my only feeling is, yes, both clubs have had terrible injury problems, long term cases, all very unfortunate. But next Saturday. You have to forget all about that And it's the 11 guys in green and white And 11 guys in blue And that's all that matters I know we are skipping ahead George There is a, a midweek fixture card as well But are you are you confident with the players Celtic have available That you'll get the job done in that game on Saturday? No, no really I think we're missing Hatate big time And it's key players We're not talking about players that are on the fringe and that We're talking about absolutely key players here And, and that's Celtic's problem Another problem is, is um, I'd like to thank the Green Brigade for turning up the other day and, and uh, it makes such a difference. And uh, I think the players got a huge lift off the Green Brigade. And uh, I'd just like to thank them again. You know, and I hope Celtic get back to winning ways and that's just that it. Thank you to Gordon DL for zipping his jacket up right next to his <laughs> microphone there. And thank you to George on the line. Let's hear a bit from Stephen Naismith talking about Lauren Shankland. Uh, he's, he, the, the first one again we've probably got a bit of credit for our set plays for and against it's another good one we have the bodies in the right place the first contact challenge Shank's in the right place instinctively as a forward the second one I think that's just in, instinctive as a forward he's a goal scorer first and foremost as soon as he takes his first touch he knows what he's doing there's no panic there's no rushed feeling it's just touch and as soon as it leaves his foot he knows it's a goal 100% I've been there myself Um and yeah, it's quality, real top, top quality, but that shanks and, and that shows his value to us. Shows his value to us. Yes. Was that a, a very specific word he used? There? Well, you know, Stephen Naismith will be only too well aware of the problem, but there's nothing that he can do about it. That's an Ann Budge call and those uh, upstairs. Oh, Nokia. Christmas party are. plans uh, there. Somebody uh, wondering where you are. I know they're also telling me they're meeting in the bar area at 6.30 <laughs> I, I was totally unaware that we were going out at all I had no idea what we're talking about here Anyway, to get back to the point It's you know it's unfortunate for Stephen Naismith But it's not his call Shanklin would be a Hearts player if Hearts say so But he'll be a Rangers player if Hearts agree that's it, scoring goals at this time in the lead up to a transfer oh, window yeah. as well. Hearts will be happy about that because if they are in a position where they are potentially willing to listen to offers you know, of a certain amount, then they'll be happy about that. And if they don't want to sell, then they'll feel that that gives them you know, more of an argument to turn offers yeah, away. Well, uh, 
Like every club in Scotland Is a selling club Doesn't matter what What the manager says And all we want to keep them Of course Every manager wants to keep goal scorers But Hugh is bang on the money It doesn't come down to managers It comes down to the people That sit upstairs And balance the books And if there's a Valuable bid there A decent bid Then Shanklin will go But what a time to score goals Coming up to transfer window But the Euros Firmly in his mind He is on the plane Hugh Another interesting Day of Scottish football How do you Reflect yeah, on it you know, the, the, the pressure's on Rangers now Celtic have extended their lead to five points They have to respond tomorrow at Motherwell And they have to bear in mind that there are midweek games to play And then they play each other So pressure's on Rangers But Clement yet to lose a game as Rangers manager The Celtic fans, happy air They have gone and turned two defeats into a timely win. Yeah, thank you to you at home. If you just listened in, thank you for your calls and your tweets. Tomorrow, of course, a big game. Motherwell against Rangers, Dundee and Celtic on Boxing Day. We are taking a bit of a Christmas break. We will be back on Wednesday, the 27th, 6 until 8 o'clock. We will be bringing you the build-up to those mid-week fixtures. But thanks to the guys in the studio as well. And have a very good Christmas. It's the GBX up next.